Welcome to the Smiling Soul Fitness Podcast. (laughs) My name is Beth Alexander. I am the founder and creator behind Smiling Soul Fitness, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Thanks for tuning in. This episode's guest is someone who has been working out with me since many moons ago, way before the start of Smiling Soul Fitness in 2020. In today's podcast, we talk about motivation, getting consistent with your workouts, what kind of a routine works for her, and what she wishes she had known or heard years ago. Jennifer Haddad is our very first Smiling Soul Fitness member podcast guest, and my hope is that Jennifer's story inspires resonance in you and keeps you showing up for your movement practices. Before we start, I'd like to share our working definition of a smiling soul. Smiling souls are resilient, optimistic, and community-focused beings. Even though smiling souls share core values and attributes, we come from so many different backgrounds and lived experiences. We hope the stories we share here inspire you to better health and fitness and support you in feeling connected and inspired on your personal path. Let's pause here and share a few breaths together. Breathing in, breathing out, feeling your belly, your rib cage expanding and contracting with each inhale, with each exhale, and then settling into your body and get ready to meet Jennifer Haddad. Her pronouns are she and her. She's based in Montreal, Canada land of the Joe Jage people. And she has been following my workout since late 2017. So pre-pandemic, even pre-smiling soul fitness. <laughs> Jennifer has a background in yoga and energy work and hypnotherapy, swimming and choir singing. She currently works from home for a tech company. And Jennifer loves walking in nature and exploring different ways to stay active. She also loves exploring the mind-body connection. Yay! and noticing how physical activity impacts her life off of the mat. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so just so thrilled that you um, accepted this invitation. And it's always so nice to get to connect with people. I know I respond to all of the comments. So I've seen you know your comments over the years on Smiling Soul Fitness. And um, it's nice to actually put a face to a name and have an opportunity to connect. So thanks for coming on with me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So I know you started working out with me since 2017, which means it's a pre-pandemic, pre-COVID, pre-smiling soul fitness times. But tell me a little bit about like how you found me and then how you ended up working out with us over at Smiling Soul Fitness. Sure. So I've, yeah, like you said, I've been uh, working out with you since late 2017. I think at the time I was looking for a program to help me get in shape for my wedding. I really wanted to like fit into my wedding dress and, you know, feel good. So, um, and I just saw a ad come by on Instagram for your 21 day arms and abs program. Mm -hmm. And I clicked on it, followed through with that. And uh, I kept going back to that program kind of over and over after it was completed. It really felt good. I, I really enjoyed it. And I think eventually I just did the, the, the booty and core and then the low impact body blast as well. And things kind of evolved from there. And then during the pandemic, I noticed you were doing live workouts on Instagram, which were a lifesaver, by the way. I'm <laughs> <laughs> glad to hear it. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's how I learned about Smiling Soul Fitness. 
Oh, I love that. So burning question. How did you feel on your wedding day? I felt amazing. Yeah, I felt really good. <laughs> good. I love that that's like what got you in. And then you just kept going with the workouts. Um, even after, you know, the motivation from the big day um, shifted. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what was your fitness routine like um, before you found um, 21 Day Arms and Abs? And just a little side note, 21 Day Arms and Abs, that program that Jennifer mentioned, it is available at Smiling Soul Fitness. So if you want to tone for your wedding day or if you want to start with those workouts, um, that's available to you in our membership as well. Yeah. So what was your workout routine, your fitness routine like before finding 21 Day Arms and Abs? I would say my workout routine wasn't super consistent before. Um, I always liked to find ways to stay active. I liked going for walks outdoors. I liked doing some stretching and yoga, but everything was very like inconsistent. It was very like two weeks at a time and then a break for two months, maybe something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so before then, I would say, yeah, it just wasn't super consistent. Cool. And so shifting over to the 30 minute workouts that I offer through 21 day programs and other things that helped you to get more consistent. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Cool. And what was it? Was it like working out from home? Was it that it was just 30 minutes? Like, what do you feel like helped you to yeah, build that muscle of consistency? Was it wedding motivation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Definitely> that helped. <laughs> uh, it just became kind of like a, it felt like a necessity after a while. It really um, had a good effect on my mental health, especially during the pandemic. So in the beginning, I would say, yeah, even with the beginning of Smiling Soul Fitness, I still wasn't super consistent. It was hard to find a time of day where I wasn't distracting myself with other things or making excuses. And it was only last year in about April that I made a decision to work out every day before work. Because before work, I would be less distracted and there was just less going on. So yeah, that just kind of kept me in the habit of, of going back to it. Yay, I love that. It makes me so happy because I always talk about, you know, the habit building. And one of my top tips is always to anchor the habit of exercise onto something you're already doing. You obviously show up to work every day. So if you get your workout in before you go to work, you're going to be able to stay more consistent with it. So um, love, love, love that. Um, and what do you feel like has changed for you? I know you touched a little bit on just the benefits that exercising consistently have brought into your life besides just the physical ones. But what do you feel like has changed for you since like April 2021 and the last year of really being consistent with the Smiling Soul Fitness workouts? Um, I would say, well, first of all, I started out just doing the muscle training workouts. So I was really focused on like the toning the arms and the abs and stuff like that. And cardio was also uh, always kind of a didn't really love it type of thing. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> but I did your 21 day cardio challenge. I think it, I, I don't remember the exact name, but it was a 21 day challenge mm -hmm. that you were going through smiling soul fitness. And that really helped me kind of get in the habit of not only doing cardio, but I really started to enjoy it. And whereas before I was kind of skipping your power sculpt days, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I, I, I've gotten into the habit of doing those as well. So that's awesome. So you started more with the strength focused workouts, then you transitioned to adding cardio. In, and now it sounds like you've got a really well-rounded program where you're doing some strength and some cardio as well. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And 
I'm trying to remember which cardio challenge it was because I know we've had the core and cardio challenge. We've had abs, butt and cardio challenge. What was it about those cardio workouts or what was it about the timing for you that really helped you to like shift from not liking cardio into actually like enjoying it and looking forward to it? It's a tough question. I'm actually not sure. Maybe it's the like that high that you get after a cardio workout and the, the feeling of like calm and accomplishment. I think it's probably something like that. Cool. And are you more into like the low impact cardio workouts or the high intensity, high impact cardio workouts? What's your what's your flavor of the week right now? <laughs> it really depends. Sometimes I really do love to do the high intensity ones and I have to kind of check myself sometimes for, you know, not doing the most advanced or the, the hardest thing uh, right away. But um, nowadays, and especially now that it's so hot here, I kind of do a little bit more lower impact. I take it a little bit easier. Cool. I love that you adjust based on your needs. Yeah. yeah even, <laughs> including the temperature outside. <laughs> That's awesome. So I want to highlight a quote that you left us back in March of 2022. So in March of 2022, we did a 10-minute challenge. And Every month at Smiling Soul Fitness, we offer a different fitness challenge. So some of the challenges that Jennifer has spoken to, like core and cardio challenge was in December of 2021. And then in March, we did the 10 minute challenge. And so this one was following, I think, did you do all 30 of the 10 minute challenges in March? I think I did. I, I think, think so. you did. So there was 10, 10 minute arms, 10, 10 minute abs, and 10, 10 minute booty. So woo, first of all, you showed up for 30 workouts. That is awesome. And so at the end of this, Jennifer left a quote that said, just wanted to shout out how thankful I am for Smiling Soul Fitness. During the past year, being a part of this program, I've completely transformed into a much more active and motivated person. I feel a lot stronger and accomplished, but also more body positive than ever before. Losing weight is never the end goal for me anymore. As long as I feel strong and get my workout in, I'm where I need to be. Thank you, Beth and team. So first of all, just thank you for taking the time to write this because comments like this is like what keeps me showing up on days when it feels hard to work out and when it feels hard to record my workouts. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. This really fuels me. And just I'm just so thrilled that this has been your experience so far. And I would love to know, like you mentioned, you feel a lot stronger and accomplished like, how do you find feelings of accomplishment? Are there ways that you celebrate their workouts or are there ways that you um, just like reflect on your journey and you feel really proud of? Like, what is the feelings of accomplishment like for you? Uh, well, I actually don't think I have a specific way of celebrating my workouts anymore. It's just become, like I said, it's kind of become like breathing <laughs> a little bit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like the feeling of looking back on my day or my week and just being proud of myself for taking the time to do a workout or even if it's 10 minutes or whatever it is. And that feeling of accomplishment just comes that way. And then, but sometimes in the middle of a workout, maybe like five to 10 minutes in, especially on days where I'm feeling less motivated or it was a struggle to get on the mat, sometimes five to 10 minutes in, I'll be like, oh, you're actually doing it. Good job. So <laughs> that, that, that's one way that I do it. I love that. I always say the hardest part is showing up. You know, and if you can show up like the, the, the rest, it's easy. You just push play, you follow along, you pick the option that works for you. 
But if you show up, that is like worth celebrating every single time. Absolutely. It sounds like you've been pretty consistent over the past year, but prior to that, you know, there were ups and downs in your workout routine. What has been most impactful for getting you started again after taking a break from a workout, whether maybe you were sick or, you know, the family needed more attention or you're on vacation? How do you get back into your routine again? Yeah, so this was a big struggle before. Um, Like I said, I would see taking a break as sort of a failure in some ways. But now I don't put too much pressure on myself to necessarily get a workout in every single day, no matter what. Mm -hmm. I know that if I'm just not feeling it, maybe if I'm exhausted, if if I'm sick, I, I don't look at it as a failure if I need to take a day off or even a couple of days off. I know that I can just get on my mat tomorrow or even the next week. And so I'm not overly strict with myself by putting like a number of days as a goal, even though mm-hmm. I would like to do it every day before work. Sometimes it just doesn't happen and, and that's okay. So kind of being a little bit more relaxed with myself ha- helps me to stay consistent, if that even makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're being more gracious with yourself. Yeah. yeah. Taking a grace over guilt approach and it seems like it takes off the pressure and maybe just allows you to show up when you can. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Is there like a certain workout or like a certain way that you get back in? Like, do you just jump right back into like arms and abs? Or do you like start back with a 10 minute workout and like coax yourself in? Or is it just different every time? I think it's different every time. Like I was just sick for two weeks, not too long ago. And I think I started with arms and abs. And it took me a couple of days to build back up to a cardio workout. Yep. I always tell people it's like two to three workouts after you've taken a week more of a break, and then you'll be back to feeling normal again. But it takes those two to three. Got to get over that little hump. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What are you most proud about in your fitness journey? I think the thing I'm most proud about, and honestly, I have to say a big thank you to you, Beth, for this actually, is that I'm no longer attached to a weight goal or I've kind of let go of the idea that my body has to look a certain way or be a certain way. Mm. And I have to thank you for that because actually, I think it was back in December, I had left a comment on your trainer tip uh, Tuesday on Instagram. Yeah. I was asking about like, hey, is uh, going for walks a good way to lose weight? And you did take the time to answer and you did say like, I think you said, whatever keeps you consistent is, is good. But you also invited me to think about the reasons why I wanted to lose weight. And something just clicked for me there because that felt right. And I kind of started to examine why weight loss was such an important goal for me. And I have to say, it's no longer so important. Yay, I love that. It gives you the space to just focus on showing up and being you and doing the workouts that feel good to you. Yes, that is my god my heart like if you could if my heart could come out of my chest right now and just be blowing heart shaped it totally would I'm just like so thrilled and I'm happy that even you know trainer tip Tuesday has been impactful for you too so thank you for yeah joining in there and asking those questions and I think you bring up such an important point Jennifer I think a lot of us get into working out because we want to look a certain way and that's great. And that's beautiful. And bodies are beautiful in all shapes and sizes. And if that's what gets you in the door to your workouts, fantastic. But like you've been speaking to working out can provide so much more than just looking a certain way. And in particular, as females, 
Like we live in a culture that's just constantly telling us that we need to be a certain size and it's just not true. And I'm just, it's so liberating when you finally let that go. And like I said, it allows you to focus your time and energy elsewhere. And so I'm just thrilled to hear that that's happened for you. And I'm just honored to be a part of that facilitation. So thanks. Thank you so much for bringing that to my awareness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So kind of related to that, like, how has your self talk changed? Like, maybe what were some of the like mental cycles that you were perhaps stuck in before? And like, what is your mindset like now? You could talk us through like this shift that's happened in the last six months, or, or even any shift, but I'm, you know, we talk about like getting the outer results and like feeling stronger and things, but your mindset is just as big a part of working out too. So I would love to know how your mindset and your self-talk has changed. Well, I'm definitely less hard on myself now, a lot less hard on myself than I was before. Body changes or weight gain don't necessarily affect me as much as they did before. I can't say I'm a perfect, like this is a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, while I do notice things, um, I don't feel the need to like aggressively try to change my body anymore. You know, I'm in my 30s. I'm actually turning 40 in January, and I'm not a stranger to like diet culture and weight loss culture. So it's a lot of uh, deprogramming. But the self talk has definitely become a lot kinder than it was before. Mm, that makes my heart so happy too. <laughs> Yeah. And I, you know, I think that we can continue to deprogram and we can continue to decondition from that. And that's definitely the path, but there's also like space for our humanity. You know, sometimes we want to look a certain way and we live in a world that like, you know, really caters to that and focuses to that. And so I think there's, you know, grace and space for that as well. You know, it's not bad to want to look a certain way or to, you know, desire changes in your body. Um, I think that's very human. And I think it's also such a beautiful experience to open to just accepting and learning to love your body and the different forms and the different seasons and the different cycles it goes through. Definitely. What would you tell people who are like focused solely on weight loss, you know, that are maybe not as deprogrammed or deconditioned from diet culture, you know, and weight loss that, you know, the marketing industry perpetuates, like knowing what you know now what would you tell like the pre-smiling soul fitness like part of you? Well, I think I would tell my pre-smiling soul fitness self to just be gentle with yourself. But this is definitely an area I'm struggling with at the moment is talking to others about this journey that I'm on. Um, Because once you are, once you become more aware of just how much like diet culture permeates our lives, Mm -hmm. it's kind of, our eyes are open and we notice just how much our friends talk about it. And, you know, I have some friends who are scared to go in the pool because they don't want to put on a bathing suit. And that I just find that really sad. Mm -hmm. So I have stopped kind of engaging with those types of comments, but I haven't found like the right way to engage or talk about those things yet. Yeah. That's a process. (laughs) I can tell you, um, you know, from my I'm still very much learning how to do that. And one thing a teacher of mine has offered is trying to like bring in play and joy when you're pointing it out to people. And I have found that to be a successful strategy, but I'm most of the time, I'm just so heartbroken that they're like, Oh, I can't go in the pool that I'm like accessing the joy or the playfulness to like interrupt the comment is like, 
still feels challenging. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I hear yeah. that. Yeah. But I'm just, you know, I'm stoked for you. I, I, do you feel like, I know it sounds like you're still in a part where sometimes it's hard to interrupt those harmful comments, especially when people don't realize that it's like harmful to themselves, you know, and to others and to like, especially the little ears that are listening around us. But do you feel like this shift that you've made has impacted like or trickled out into like your community or your family or your friends and any ways I definitely feel it in my with my relationship with my husband and I and with my closest friends yeah yeah Yeah. cool and do you (laughs) feel like I know you said you have some little ones in the house or younger ones yes (laughs) do you feel like the way that you're talking about yourself or the way that you're showing up for your workouts like that impacts them at all and if so how it's hard to say because there are three teenage boys in the house (laughs) But every morning they do, uh, before work, they do see me on my mat and getting my workout. And so hopefully that it's a positive thing for them to see. Cool. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. (laughs) I just think that like, I'm an aunt. And so, you know, when I show my niece and nephew, how I'm like showing up for my workouts consistently, or I'm, you know, willing to go get in a bikini and jump in the ocean with them. Like, it's just, I think it can be really impactful. Love yeah. hearing that you get to show them your consistent workout and your commitment to your routine. Yeah. <laughs> On a different note, what is the most challenging part of a workout for you? What's the part that you have to like talk yourself through? Well, like you said before, it's just getting started and also not trying to push myself into the most advanced version of a pose or a movement um, if I'm not ready. I tend to want to like do the most advanced thing and like push myself a little bit during the workout. So that's something I kind of have to check in with myself sometimes on. Cool. And what's that like, check in process, like, for somebody that's maybe never done that before, they just constantly push themselves into the hardest thing. And they're learning to build that skill of discernment around honoring their body and the needs that day. What does that feel like for you? Like, do you try a move and you're like, Oh, no, or do you already have kind of like some parameters around what you do and what you don't do? I'll try a move. And like recently, I kind of wanted to move from my five pound dumbbells to uh, heavier dumbbells. And I tried with I think a 10 pound, I went from five to 10 pounds, probably too much. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the exercise. (laughs) Feel right. It it was too, I just listened to my, what my arms were telling me. I was like, nope, that's not happening. I grabbed my five pounders again. So I love that you're making it work for you. That's what it's all about. (laughs) Yeah. What is the most rewarding part of a workout for you? Well, other than the feeling of accomplishment for getting it done, I would say it's the supine twist at the end. (laughs) (laughs) We do that pretty much every single workout. It's like, you know that the workout's over. We're heading into our meditation as soon (laughs) as the supine twist is done. (laughs) I love that. And then how, like, are there any other ways that you modify or make the workouts work for you besides just like adjusting like the progression or regression of exercises? Do you do like different lengths on different days? Do you like attune to your needs and pick like I'm gonna do strength today or cardio today? How is that process for you? Well, I definitely check in with myself before the workout. So I'll open my mat and kind of feel out what I need that day. After I was sick for two weeks, I did feel a little bit like I needed to start with shorter workouts or lighter, lighter types of things. So I definitely just check in with myself before getting started. 
Mm, love that. <laughs> and then what keeps you showing up for your workouts? Like on days when it's hard. Yeah, definitely. It has to be, it's a physical thing, but also just the mental health benefits that I get out of it are really important to me. So just that sense of calm, that inner peace that I feel afterwards and the feeling of accomplishment. Yeah. I love that. What is your favorite feature of Smiling Soul Fitness? <laughs> I really love that uh, there's three new workouts every week. So it really keeps things fresh. And, and I do feel like they kind of build upon each other. So I, I feel like certain weeks target certain muscle groups and there's like intention behind it. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, I try to be really thoughtful in how I progress and design the workout. So you're not just getting dumped or dropped into something that you haven't like prepared for. Yeah. Where, when, and like with whom do you feel the most yourself and like the most connected? It doesn't have to be fitness related. This one's kind of just out there. I feel the most myself when I'm setting healthy boundaries um, staying connected and really paying attention to what my body and mind need at that time. Mm -hmm. So recently, um, I've just been feeling very overwhelmed with just everything that's going on in the world, like I'm sure most people are. But I decided to disconnect from social media. And that was just a way of me setting a boundary with myself, like kind of limiting the amount of information I'm taking in on a day to day basis. And that's just kind of helped me stay centered. Yeah, we yeah. all need to unplug from time to time. It's so yeah. important. <laughs> all right, so we are going to move into a lightning round. So these are questions that I ask all guests at the end. So just, I would love for you to share the first thing that comes to mind. They are short and sweet answers. Um, so you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> all right, what is the number one thing that you would tell someone who is just getting started with working out? I would say uh, try to do at least one thing every day to keep yourself consistent, whether it takes five minutes or 30 minutes. And if you can't, don't beat yourself up. Just get back to it the next day and also have fun. Yay, <laughs> love that. <laughs> what is the number one thing you would tell someone who is currently lacking motivation? Like maybe they have a great workout routine, but they've fallen out of it and they're having a hard time showing up for workouts. I would say... Just unroll your mat. <laughs> That's it. Um, I think a yoga teacher once told me that, like, if you're lacking motivation, just get on your mat. Maybe sit on your mat, maybe stand there and breathe for a minute and just feel it out and see where things go. And then lastly, how would you describe a smiling soul? So that's a tough one. Um, I would say a smiling soul is one that is connected, at peace, um, no matter what kind of challenges come up. And one that finds a way to smile, even if things are tough. Mm, I love that. I love, love, love that. Our definitions have a lot of overlap. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I really hope your story inspires other people to show up and find ways to work out that feel good to their body, help support their mindset, help support them mind, body, and soul. I appreciate you. And I know I can speak for our whole team when I say that we appreciate you and the way you show up to your workouts and your willingness and openness to share your journey with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. And thanks for all that you've offered me over the years. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you so much for being here on the Smiling Soul Fitness podcast today. 
We appreciate you. We appreciate you showing up and being here with us. It means a lot. If you liked this episode, if you like our podcast and our message, please leave us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're streaming this podcast. It helps us to connect with other like-minded, smiling souls around the world and share our message. And if you like the podcast, you'd probably like our workouts and meditations too. So come on over. You can join us at smilingsoulfitness.com. We've got workouts. We've got guided meditations. We've got healthy eating recipes. And we've got an amazing community of resilient, optimistic, and community-focused smiling souls. And we'd love for you to join too.